We're glad that each one of you have chosen to be here this morning. As always, the words I'd like to bring to you today, I say before and I don't want to take it away, but you've heard them before. It's something that, as many other things in living the Christian life, sometimes we can become complacent in the choices that we make. So I want to remind us this morning, I, I would remind you to take the scriptures that we read and look at them further. It would be sad if we become complacent about our choices that we make from time to time. The other day I heard a lady say that we need to make a good decision every now and then. I want you to think about the decisions you make every day, the choices that you make every day, and every one of those need to be good choices in accordance with God's will. That's why, again, that I want to remind us about those choices today. You know, a few, few weeks ago, uh, Matthew talked about priorities. And as he talked about the priorities, we think about that's choices we have to make. But I don't want to stop there. I hope that you'll look back at all the lessons we've heard recently. And every one of them presents a choice to Christians to make the correct choice in accordance with God's will. So it's very important how that we make those choices and why we make those choices. And as we, as we talk about those things this morning, I do want to remind you again about the fact that God created man, and when He created man, in the very beginning of time, there were choices to be made. And we'll talk about some of those today and, and remind us of some of those things as we go forward. If you will, I'll, I'll tell you that the, we're using the King James Version this morning. Being old as I am, that's what we have to stick to, I guess. It's not, it's not anything against what we're doing, but your pew Bible will be New King James, and what we will be reading from is the King James. Turn to Deuteronomy, the 30th chapter, verse number 15 through number 19, or, or read on the board. We'll have them on the board so you can read them there. We might just make mention of what's going on here. Moses is telling the children of Israel how that they are, what they need to do in order to be blessed when they take the promised land. And I think about the fact that, that they had been in the wilderness for 40 years and they come forth, and these are the words that, that Moses told them, even though we realize Moses was unable to enter the promised land himself. Let's begin with verse number 15. See, I have set before thee this day life and good, death and evil, in, in that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments, that thou mayest live and multiply, and the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whether thou goest to possess it. But if thine heart turn away, so that thou wilt not hear, but shall be drawn away and worship other gods, I denounce you this day that ye shall surely perish, and that ye shall not prolong your days upon the land whether thou go to possess it over Jordan. I call heaven and earth to, to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that thou, that thou and thy seed might live. 
So as he told the people, and we could look at that in, in a comparison to our life today, we're in a journey from this life to heaven. And if, if we listen to the words that Moses said, he said, I'll give you a, a, what, what the choices are today. And those choices haven't changed at all since the beginning of time. Since he wrote these words to us, they have not changed. He told us that we need to choose the right way. And we need to do that every day. We, we probably will be tired of what I say that over and over because I repeat myself. But I can't emphasize enough, especially to you young people, how important it is to make good choices today. Every one of us that, that have lived very long have made some choices we wish we could take back, but we can't do it. But the choices we make today, whether they be about physical things or whether they be about spiritual things, every one of those will have a, a bearing upon where we're going to spend eternity. So think about the choices you make as we go along. We all remember in Joshua, the 24th chapter, verse number 15, it's not on the board, but Joshua told the children of Israel to choose you this day whom you will serve. And that question is to us every day when we get up, every choice that we make, we choose who we will serve. And he said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And that's the decision we need to make as we make choices from day to day. As I said before, God made us creatures of choice, as he said there in the 15th verse of, of Deuteronomy 30. I set before you this day life and good, death and evil. On down in this chapter, he explains to them what, what the benefits is of the blessing. And he explains to them what, what is not desirable by not choosing or making the right choice. I think about the Garden of Eden. As we think about these things, if there had been no choices in the Garden of Eden to start with, if there were no choices today, it would be like we were living in the Garden of Eden. We'd be in a place where we didn't have to make these decisions. We wouldn't have to make these choices. However, as I said before, God created man with a mind. He created him with or gave him instructions so that he could make the right choice as we, as, as we live from day to day. You know, if there was no choices to be made from the beginning, Adam would have never sinned. We wouldn't sin today because there's no choices to make. There'd be no need for the flood and Noah to build the ark. There'd be no need for Christ's birth or his death. There'd be no need for God's word to guide us to the right choices as we live from day to day. So we see the, how important that this is. But again, I tell you that God gave us a brain. He gave us what we need to make the right choice. Be thankful every day that God has given us this word written down. We have enough education that we can read it, we can study it, and we can obey it. And that is where we should be today in our choices. <clears throat> Again, in, in, uh, God set several things before us, and I'm going to list a few of those that are choices that we have to make. We've already read where he gave us good and evil. The good, of course, is 
those that are anything that we do that's in accord with God's will. The evil is a transgression of God's law. You know, when Moses set it out, he said, here's the thing, you keep the commandments. But if you fail to keep the commandments, then you will not receive the blessings that has been promised. You know, the scripture describes sin as a transgression of the law. One of the things that he put before us today and that we all have to think about regularly is will we accept truth or will we accept error? 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 10 and tw 10 through 12. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. I'm thankful that you're here today because most everyone in the audience today has received the truth. He said that those that received not the love of the truth were unable to be saved. They were unable to have the salvation that God had promised. And he said that all of those that fail to get the knowledge, that failed to make the choice, will be damned. In 1 Timothy 2, verse number 4, who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Over and over we hear from this pulpit and in reading our Bible that God does not want anyone to perish. But He didn't clone men where that He couldn't fail, where that He could not make the, the wrong, or where He could not make the wrong choice from time to time. So there again, He tells us how important it is to know His will, to have a knowledge of that will, the truth, so that we can live it out in our daily lives and we can make those decisions. Deuteronomy 11, verse 26 through 28. Uh, uh, it's almost uh, a re repeat of what we've already read in, in the 30th chapter. Behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. A blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day. And a curse if you will not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn aside out of the way which I command you this day to go after other gods which you have not known. He said that the blessing comes when we obey. That puts another emphasis on the fact of the choice that we make from day to day. And we will think about that again and remind us again of some of those things in a moment. The blessing comes if we obey. That's what's set before us. It's been set before man since the beginning of time, that we can be blessed or we can be cursed. He said, if you turn away and go to other gods, then you will be cursed. The same is, is true to us today, that if we turn away from God, then we have no hope of eternal life. One of the things that, that, that God has presented to us to make a choice is, of our salvation, if we want to be saved or if we want to be lost. Mark 16, verse 16, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. The choice is yours if you haven't obeyed the gospel. The choice is every one of us. If we want to be saved, we need to obey the gospel. We need to then follow the commands that are set forth 
in this book. 1 Thessalonians 4, verse number 13. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. He gave us the choice to be in despair or to have hope. And he says that you as Christians, we as Christians do not have the sorrow that people have that have no hope. So it is another choice that we make that we can choose hope or we can choose again to be lost. Hebrews 6, verse 18 and 19, which hope, excuse me, begin with verse 18, that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for the refuge to lay hold upon the hope that is set before us which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that which is within the veil. The promises of God gives us hope. The promises that God made in the beginning and continued throughout the Old Testament and kept every promise, the promises He's gave us, given us in the New Testament is the same. Every promise He makes, He will keep, and that is what, what gives us hope. So we need to choose. We have the ability or we can choose hope. I don't think I give the invitation number to begin with. I, I don't remember if I didn't. If, if, if I did, well, I'm going to do it again. But it's ver number 503 in your songbook will be the invitation song. I started off uh, thinking about that, and then I let it go. As we've already read several times, we can choose life or we can choose death. Romans 6, verse 16. Know you not that to whom you yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants are to whom you obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. And again, I want to talk to the young people. We have several generations of people in the crowd today. And everyone has heard these words, but some have not incorporated them into their life because of the age they are, as young as they are. But he says, if you yield to a servant, or if your servants to who you yield to, the choice is yours to follow the world or to follow God. The choice is simple. The making of the choice and what, how we, what we choose is the hard part because of our human relations to this world that we live in. And as we've already mentioned, he, he, he gave to us heaven or hell. Christians make heaven and hell decisions every day. Think about it. Christians make heaven and hell decisions every day. I said before, the decisions we make will follow us throughout life. The decisions we make will assure us of a home in heaven or keep us out of heaven. I wonder how many of us have come, become complacent when we make life and death. And I'm talking about the, the destruction that when we make the wrong decision, and I'm talking about heaven. But when we stop to make a decision, have we gone to the point that we're comfortable with the fact that we know what we should make, and we don't really refer to God's will to see what that decision should be? 
Every decision that we make should be in accord with God's will. If we want to live in heaven with Him, that's what we have to make, that choice. And the choices we make, as I've said before, determines where we'll spend eternity. So the question today is, what will my choice be? What will your choice be? What has your choice been up to this point? If it hadn't been what it has been, then you need to correct it. Look to God's Word for the direction and guidance that we need and make the right choice. So I want to make, I've got a list of things that I wrote down that are the results of the choices we make. Whatever choice we make, it's our choice and it's our responsibility that we make the right choice, that we make the good choice that God would have us make. One of the things that affects our choices is what we think. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5, casting down every imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing, listen, every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Have you ever really stopped to think about it? What you're thinking now is a choice that you made. When we leave here today, what we think. And the scripture said that we need to bring every thought into captivity. And all the thoughts that we need to present, of course, are from the Word of God. As we read in Philippians 4, verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things that are, that are just, whatsoever things that are pure, whatsoever things that are lovely, whatsoever things that are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Is it important the choice we make, what we think from day to day? I believe it is. Think about this fact. If we had these thoughts in our minds at all times, It'll be a whole lot easier to make the right choice when choices come. Think on these things. The result of our choices is what we know. Acts 17, verse 30. In the times of this ignorant God winked at, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. We said a moment ago that if we believe and are baptized, we'll be saved. The choice we make. When we come to the knowledge of the truth, God expects us to obey it. Just like in the times we read earlier, the times when Moses was talking to the children of Israel. God expects us to obey it, the gospel, and each and every one of His commandments to the best of our knowledge. We need to continually look into God's Word to gain more knowledge and know what we should do to please our Heavenly Father. What we know is important. The choice we need to make is what concerning what we believe. 
You know, the world believes a lot of different things and presents those things to us and wants us to believe things that are not true. Second Thessalonians 2 verse 12, that they all might be damned. Listen closely. It's a serious matter what we believe. That they all might be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. And again, I bring it to you that he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Man changes the Word of God at all time, and Christians know that this is not a possibility. This is not something that, that we're afforded the, the, the right to do. Remember whose fault it is if we believe in untruth. If we choose not to obey the truth and we obey untruth. It's right that God will render to those that teach us an untruth their right, rightly place when this life is over. But it's our responsibility as individuals. It's my responsibility, the things that we've talked about and the things we will talk about, it's our responsibility and no one else's. The choices we make is our own responsibility so it's our responsibility to accept or reject what we hear Matthew 12 verse 36 and 37 Jesus said but I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak they shall give an account thereof in the day of judgment for by thy words thou shalt be justified and by thy words thou shalt be condemned Every idle word. I don't know about you, I don't want to see the list that I have. What we say is a choice we make, and we'll give an account for that in the day of judgment. By thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. The scripture tells us again that from the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. So what we put in here is what comes out here and we'll either be blessed or we'll be condemned because of the choices we made that we put in. James 4 verse 17 Therefore to him that knoweth to do good to him it, and doeth it not to him is a sin. It's very simple. If you know what you need to be doing today do it. Because if you're not, to you it is sin. If you know today which choice you should make and are putting it off, it's a sin. And it will cause you to miss heaven if you do not make that choice before you pass from this life. First John 2 verse 15 and 16 Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. The simple commandment is to not love the world. But he says that all those things that we desire, worldly things, they're not of the Father. And so we know that we will receive condemnation for taking those things in. 
one of the things I want to remind us of about this verse is that, it, that when Christ was tempted, these are the three things that Satan used. When Eve was tempted in the garden, the three things that what Satan used against Christ was used at the very same time. And when you're tempted today, the very same things. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And he simply says, this is not of the Father, it's of the world. And that's not for the choice that we want to make. I've listed a few things that God would want us to choose, and, and we already know those things, but I want to read those before we close. He would have us choose the truth every time. 1 Timothy 2, verse 4, Who would have all men to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth? And God Himself said, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. We haven't said that you need to study the Word, but you do. If you don't know what the God says, then how are you going to make good choices? He wants us to choose salvation in 2 Timothy 3, verse 9. The Lord is not slack concerning His promises. Some men count slackness, but is long-suffered toward all, to, to, to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all would come to repentance. You see, even when God created man, He created man with this ability to choose. But even at that, God's will was not that you be lost. He doesn't want anyone to be lost. But we, we, through a knowledge of the Word of God, can have salvation. 1 Peter 1, verse 4, To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. And verse number 3 says, God, through His mercy, has given us a lively hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I don't think anyone in the audience would like to choose despair or no hope. When there's no hope, the human body, the human mind, us as humans, are miserable. But as we read before, we sorrow not as those that have no hope, because we have hope through Christ Jesus. We have hope because He was willing to die upon the cross for our sins. Ephesians 1 verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with spiritual blessings in heavenly places. The choice was, choose you this day whom you will serve. If you choose God, then we have those blessings that He's promised. If we choose the world, then we have condemnation. Matthew 25 verse 34 then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Here he's talking about those that have obeyed God's will, those that are righteous, those who have made the right choices. And I hope from the things that we've talked about this morning, we'll all look at the choices we've made again and be assured of the fact that they are in line with the word of God. Then the question arises, when do we need to make these choices, and especially those that have never obeyed the gospel? You know, I thought about a fact that sometimes we get a 
letter in the mail that says this item's on sale and it's something we'd really like to have. And we put off for a few days because we didn't want to go to the rush and we wait. And eventually we go to this place where the item's on sale. And it's too late. It's already gone. The same thing can happen to us with our soul salvation. Today is the day when we need to make the right choice. We need to make that decision today or it will forever be gone when this life is over. Acts 24, verse 25, Paul here speaking to Felix. And as he reasoned of righteousness, temperance, and judgment to come, Felix trembled and answered, Go thy way when I have a convenient season. I will call for thee. I believe that Felix believed. He trembled. He knew that what Paul was teaching him was true and there were going to come a judgment day sometime and he needed to be prepared. But he didn't do it at that day. We have no record of where that Felix ever obeyed the gospel. The same can happen to us today. The warning is there. If we make the choice to put it off, then we'll be lost. When you hear the truth, or when we hear the truth, we need to make a decision at that time. Make the choice to obey it and not put it off. 2 Corinthians 6, verse 2. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. How could you put it any plainer of how important it is if you know what you should do to obey God? Don't put it off another day. Don't put it off because the time will come just as I talked about buying an item at the store. The time comes when you cannot make it, when you can't, can't be there because it's all gone already. Hebrews 3 verse 15, While it is said today, if you will hear His voice, harden not your hearts as in the day of provocation. Every time that we put it off, making the right choice, we harden our heart. We become further away from being obedient to the will of God. In John, the sixth chapter, <coughs> Jesus tells his disciples and apostles there, I'm the living bread. Whosoever eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life. The scripture says the teaching was too hard for Jesus' followers and not the apostles, but the followers, and they all went away. They made the choice because of what he said was too hard for them to do. So then in the 67th verse of this chapter, he said, Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will you also go away? What is your choice? Are you going to stay with me or are you going to go away just like the rest of the followers? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. I believe Peter had a hard choice here. He could leave or he could stay. Others had already, the example that he had seen, the others had already left. They'd already left. But Peter had heard the words of Christ. He had heard his teachings. And this, this made him know what the right choice was. Where can we go? 
There's no other place to go. There's no other choice to make. And I want us to look at, at the lesson of the morning as, as that point today. There's no other place that we can go. There's no other decision we can make and still have hope of eternal life. To whom shall we go? Thou hast the ways of eternal life. If you're here this morning and haven't obeyed the gospel, you need to make the decision today before it's everlastingly too late. If you need the prayers of the church or if you'd like to be buried with him in baptism, won't you come as together we stand and sing?